Hello, welcome back to another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning, another solo podcast for you. I'm actually doing this live in my free Facebook group. Um, if you want to join in on the, the rugby chat, the nutrition chat and the and the shit bants, it's Regan's Rugby First Team. Just put that in on Facebook and you can join the group. We've got 600 lads right now, not live watching this, but we've got 600 boys and a few girls in the group, all in the same scenario, looking to play a bit better looking to get in better shape and to just crush life. So yeah, hope everyone's had a good Thursday, second week of the new year, second working week of the new year. Everyone's hitting their training goals now. Um, Yeah, so if you're watching this live, boys in the group, if you have questions, I'm going to look at the end so I can actually keep the flow with things. Um, But if you do have questions, comment below and I'll look at it at the end. So these topics, number one, I've got my t-shirts, got my branded t-shirts. Not this one like you can see. This is one of the other ones, which wasn't very good. As you can see, it's very, very loose. Um, but, uh, but that's one of the t-shirts. I've got a few guys who are purchasing the t-shirts. I'm not making any profit. I'm just going to sell them out, get them out for you guys to wear and start repping now one gentleman wayne is actually jumping in the group so i'm probably going to forget everything that i was going to say and hopefully we can help this gentleman out not had anyone live on here for a while it might just be wayne but we'll just see we'll just see what happens it'll make it interesting a bit of a bit of live helping wayne i'm not sure if you can hear me mate or if you were just going to stop in for the for the q a I think I can hear you saying some stuff, but you're not saying words. It's just sounds on the mic. And he's gone. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> right, let's get back into the, to the show. So T-shirts are in. I'm putting an order in tomorrow. The company I've got, I've got a deal until tomorrow. So, um, so it's going to be 20 squid. After that, it probably will be more because they've got a deal on. But let's just crack it on. So... These are questions that I was, I was asked on my coaching calls or people message me and I'm just going to blab about it because I think they're, they're useful. Um, and the first one was meal timing. This is actually a guy this morning who joined my plan. He was worried about what um, is the timing of your meal important? And if you have, I said to him, if you have nothing to worry about, if you're a professional athlete and if you want everything to the dot, to the specific time that your body is ready for the something uptake for the whatever, yes, meal timing is, is very important and it's very crucial to stick to adequate times. Now, this guy I spoke to, he's a plasterer. Um, I think he might be, no, not a dad, but he's got, got family ties. Like he can't just be the exact precise time. So, so I said to him and the general advice would be stick to your three normal meals. You're probably going to have a snack after training or before training if you're hungry pretends what time it is but the meal timing for most of you guys in this group i think is not the be all and end all doesn't matter if you let's say you're gonna have a porridge for breakfast doesn't matter if you have it 10 minutes after waking up or an hour after waking up or two hours after waking up it's not not like the be all and end all um just make sure that the, the three meals that you have are three healthy meals and you have a healthy snack in between. Um, if you can monitor your calories or get someone to help you out with that, then that's that's a, a good way to go forward. But don't fret around the, the little things like, oh, I need to eat at 12.36 today, but I've got work until what, like 
that doesn't matter too much. Um, th the more effort you put into it, it would be great. And timing, okay, meal timing before and after workout is quite an important timing because obviously you don't want a huge steak and chips 45 minutes before you train. Um, you want time for that to go down. Um, and also after a workout. Now, it's good to replenish uh, your carb stores um, straight after a workout. And having a protein shake is good, but don't believe the bullshit marketing. Your anabolic window is closing and you must get a protein shake in within seven minutes of your workout or it is useless. Don't believe that bullshit. Um, you do need to get some carbs in quick after training, after the gym, a banana's fine and apple's fine. If you can have a shake then as well, you might as well, but don't feel like if you forget or you wait till you get home, it, it, it matters too much. Um, and, and try and have a real solid meal, sort of energy-wise, not energy-wise, sorry, have a solid meal within an hour, hour and a half, and that's just for your energy-wise because your blood sugar is going to go down. You're going to feel quite tired. If you have a big, major, massive session you've driven, you should definitely have some fast-acting sugars, which in my, the best option is going to be fruits um, after you maybe go back to home. But no one's got rugby training and no one's got a gym right now. So that's fucking useless information. Well done, Regan. Um, daily activity. So this is a very important topic. I was talking to George about this a few days ago. George, I know you're going to be watching me. Um, a lot of us in lockdown, me the exact same. Now I have a laptop based job. I just got something pop up that looked very not friendly on my laptop. Um, I got a laptop based job. I'm not personal training anymore. I'm not in the gym demonstrating up and down, walking, moving around. And my daily activity has gone from probably here to like here. And then because lockdown, it's gone to like here. Now, if you're in a podcast and listening, I basically just reduced my hand size each time I spoke. And if you don't, if I don't force myself to, because I've got, luckily, I've got some weights in the garage, which is 10 meters walk from the front door. But if I don't force myself to, I'm going bedroom, kitchen, office space, kitchen, office space, toilet, maybe there. And it, it will be like 500 steps a day. Um, and you really kind of have to force yourself to start doing that uh, and to get out more um it's good for the fresh air it's good to step out of the house anyway it's good to actually sort of communicate with humans um but also steps are important if you have a normal working day let's say you did have a laptop job or a desk job you have a, in a normal walking working day i've said this a few times you work you walk a few miles going to the station or to the bus walking to the office at lunchtime whatever so you need to make sure that you're doing that. Now, you boys that have physical jobs, it's not as important because you are active and you're doing stuff um, throughout the day. So it's not as important to get out unless you know you've got an office day or, or a day off. Like I know we all want to sit on and do nothing on days off, um, but getting your daily step count up. You could be, you could, you could, walking the dog is a good one. You could fake other household duties and turn that into workouts. Like if you have to do a clean, I just treat it as a workout. It's like 45 minutes cleaning everything, get a sweat on, whatever. Um, get that job done. Everyone's got DIY. You've got to move some shit. You've got to do some shit. Get that done and treat it as your activity for the day. Um, especially if you're lagging though. I actually don't really talk about when you're hungover, but if you're lagging, and by lagging, there's a few different terms. Lagging for me means you're hungover and you're lagging after a day out. That's where I see it. Um, but if you're lagging after a day out, the worst thing you can do 
is just sit in bed and flick on your phone or just watch Netflix because you're gonna you're not gonna have any air, you're not gonna have any sunlight on your in your eyes or on your body. You're probably gonna have like leftover diet coke from your dirty rum and diet cokes the night before. You're gonna order pizza, and that's the best way to hate yourself even more if you are hungover after a night out, after a Zoom beer session, whatever. So uh, get up, do something, walk around, get some fresh air, have a shower. That is my hungover remedy. Didn't think I'd get on that, but that's a little, uh, little trick, of the, trick, trick of the pros. Another question, live Q&A. Stu, I think Stu Gibson, sorry, I might have got the wrong surname. Wrong surname. Stu Gibson was asking a question. Um, it was earlier, it's not now. So if anyone is commenting, I'm not looking at Facebook, I'm on my Zoom. And he said he gets often gets a sore back when he is running, especially when he is going uphill. Um, I not experienced this myself because if you know, I'm not an avid runner. My knees are blown out and I don't run and I don't like to give tons of running advice. I know running times and I know suggestions, but I'm not an expert because I've not been doing it much for the last... 10 years but um sore back is probably when you are overarching your back when you're running when you're running i don't know you if you could film yourself and show me that'd be fine when you're running or oh, the, the video guys are going to see this okay i'm going to try and explain it when you're running there's there's ways to to do it with bad form when you're tired you can either hunch forward shoulders forward slap it on the floor like this that can actually cause back pain or you can tiredly rotate your pelvis and kind of stick your stomach out and kind of like run with, with, with the weight of your torso like on your spine. And either one of those is not good. And I know it's silly to talk about. It's not actually, but it's... Um, yeah, I'm going to use the word silly. It's silly to talk about running technique because it's pretty simple. But when you're knackered, when you're doing it a lot, you really need to keep your body nice and upright, nice vertical spine, neutral spine. And if you're, I'm going to show you the guys on video. If you're hunched forward, your spine's going to be like this. And if you're hunched back, your spine's going to be like this. And both of them, especially when you're running, is a lot of, what a weird image, is a lot of impact on your back. And your back needs to be, your spine needs to be nice and straight. When you're running, you might be tilted forward at an angle, but your spine still needs to be straight. Um, something that you could do, Stu, I think it was Stu, is just just assess how you're running and get someone to film it. It sounds silly. Get someone to film you front on, get someone to film you side on and just send it to me, mate. In fact, I'll try and help. I'm not running coach, but I hope I can help. And maybe we can see if you're tilting back too much or if you're hunching too much. Both are going to hurt your back. Um, and the best thing that you can do straight away, which should stop it, is to brace your core, um, not during the whole run, at least during your when you're going uphill, because that's when you need it the most. But learn to run with a flexed core. There was a there was a rehab book that I read from like a rehab expert, and he said that all day you should have your core twenty percent flexed or contracted, not like you're flexing like solid, like but twenty um, percent flexed, which means that if someone pokes you, it should it should be resisted. It shouldn't just go boop. So you should always have your core twenty percent flexed, and and that might be something running okay you need to get straighten your spine out i'm just guessing by the way you need to straighten your spine out and then you need to flexing your stomach whilst you're running and maybe when you're going uphill actually contracting a bit more for up to like 40 50 percent they may help 
Um, a, lot of back pain, a lot of low back pain comes from weak glutes, which is your bum muscle, which obviously as boys we never isolate, but they're very important for lower back health and for running and sprinting. So looking after your glutes is very important. Um, what else can I say? Uh, shoes could be your footwear. If you've got Converse, obviously you're not taking any impact. You don't need to, if you're running on pavement, that's a lot of impact. I think, Stu, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know you're not in your 20s anymore. Let's put it that way. You don't want to offend anyone. Um, but it could just be an injury that's, that's come over time and maybe you need to do less high-impact injuries. Um, like like a elliptical or like... Uh, rowing if you can get in a bike whatever i know there's not many options right now but um but yeah hopefully uh there'll be use you can get a bike or you can do something whatever hopefully it's fucking useful um what's another one? Oh, types of carbs who asked me this question i think it was george again i think george asked me this question so he was asking about what types of carbs are the best i think it was more like he was asking a question about the low carb diet and i've explained to a few of you guys where Low-carb diet is not a performance-based diet. You shouldn't do it if you are looking to play active sports because you need the carbs to fuel your workout. And the example I give is like, okay, in one of your scenarios, if you played recreational rugby, but you only played on a Saturday, you only did it for fun, and if you wanted to train more with the sole purpose of just losing body fat, doesn't matter how you play, doesn't matter. Actually, I'm going to, take, I'm going to go back on myself. You shouldn't do that. I'm going to go back to myself. Take an average Joe, not a rugby player. Random geezer or girl wants to lose weight for a holiday. They don't care. They don't have anything to be, they don't have to play any competitive sports over the next three or four months. Um, maybe they have a sedentary job. They don't have to be very active. For them, it is very possible to do super low carb, super low calorie because they don't care if their energy is down. They don't have to run into each other at training and they don't care about getting their run time better or deadlifting more weight or something like that but for most people on here i mean there's no rugby but let's pretend the rugby season was going um you want to run quicker and you want to lift more in the gym and you want to get better at training you want to perform well at training and you want to perform well on game day and not get injured now if you're super low carbs super low calories you're going to have no energy your body's muscles are not going to be full of the energy they need to perform at that level and, um, and you're going to be fucked. You're going to injure yourself. You're going to look even worse because you're injured now. So it's just not beneficial. You want to have enough carbs and they just need to be the right source of carbs. Now, what I say is the right source of carbs is carbs that have come, unprocessed carbs that have come sort of straight from the earth or from the soil. So whole grains, not whole grain cereal, whole grain bread, that, none of that bullshit, Whole grains like oats, um, potatoes straight from the ground, rice, any type of rice. Brown rice has got this fucking godlike status, but there's almost no difference calorie-wise, calorie no distance difference micronutrient-wise. So don't fucking bore yourself boiling brown rice for 30 minutes and tasting gross. Just have fucking normal rice. Um, what was I going? Rice, potatoes, all fruit is okay. Now, it's a lot of sugar, so I wouldn't pound tons of, shoot, tons of sugar before you go to bed. Um, fruit is good. All veggies have not much of anything, but 
a little bit of carbs. So they're all carbs that have come straight from the earth. If you cut out the processed stuff, you never know what they put in it. Not like a dangerous thing, but you never know how much sort of filler they put in, like breads or pastas or or healthy versions of things because um because companies they want to obviously have the lowest cost per unit and if they can if if something has four ingredients and these two are expensive if they take these out and put it in with something else that's cheaper but a lot worse for you they're going to have they're going to have something that looks the same it looks like bread it looks like thingy but there's loads of crap and stuff in there and usually they put sugar type products or like the the waste products from other companies or factories or whatever and that's just shit not good for you um so just as a rule of thumb if you want to go super clean i would try and cut out all processed carbs if you have processed carbs there's some pastas that are pure durum wheat or i'm not sure what it is but if it's like one ingredient or one or two it's not in the world but bread should have four ingredients water salt yeast and flour flour but if you look on a fucking hovis there's about 20 ingredients all bullshit that you don't need so that's just a quick example uh, yeah so you can have carbs in the day i think i mentioned this a few times you can have carbs in the day just try and have them from whole unrefined unprocessed sourcing is what i would say um and uh that's, about it. that's all the questions that's all the topics i was going to talk about and no one's jumped on this call, which is fine. I'm just going to go on the, the FB and see if there's any uh, if there's any questions. Oh, Stu, nice. Sounds good. Yeah, I hope that was good. And save on the age. Hey, I'm not going to put your age on there, but I don't think you're 20. That's all I was going to say. Mark Anderson, how often should I go for runs during the week? Now, Mark, I think you're new to this group because I don't think we've spoken. Um, and I don't know anything about you, mate. I have no idea what your goals are, what your body weight is. I know nothing. So you know what would be best? I'm going to try and I'm going to message you. No, you message me because I might forget because I'm not, I'll forget. You message me. Hey, mate, and tell me about you. Tell me what your goals are, what your body weight is, what equipment you have access to, how much running you've done in the past. Tell me a bit more info and I can give you more um specific advice because from this i have no idea who you are and i cannot say how often you should go for runs um so let me know mate i'll ask wayne um yeah you jumped on at the start of the call and you paul you just interrupted me i my train of thought god how rude wayne yeah wayne uh okay you meant to come on but you got it wrong fine whatever come on next one mate um paul what about the legit keto diet if you actually get into ketosis, can it still be run alongside a training program? Yes, uh, the, the science works. And if you have less than, I think it's 20 carbs a day and you are in ketosis, I believe the science works. They say that you burn fat. Um, but Paul, uh, how long have you been in? I don't know if you've tried it before, mate, but, um, but having less than 20 grams of carbs and you need to do it for like at least seven to ten days before you're in ketosis and your body realizes now most of us i know your lifestyle we can eat well monday to friday come the weekend beer is involved and beer has a lot of carbs and so someone who's a social drinker keto makes no sense because every weekend they're ruining it so that makes no sense for probably most people in this group um like i said before for the real fitness keynotes and for someone who might not play rugby 
um, it does it does work. And if you are have under 20, 30 calories, uh, grams of carbs a day, then you can be in ketosis. And I know people that have done it and stayed on it for years and they love it and they swear by it. They swear by it because it worked for them. But for this general audience of lads and a few lasses, I would never recommend it because there's going to be one to 31 beers on the weekend and it's going to be ruined every weekend. Unless you want to not drink for two months, then you can stay under the about 20 to 30 carbs. And it's fucking, it's not nice. It's not pleasant. Like carbohydrates are like pleasant foods to have. It's cutting out a lot. Like I can't even think of a keto day. Okay. If I tried to have a keto day, I might wake up and have a protein shake. That's just protein. I might have an omelet with some salad leaves and tomatoes. I don't even know if you're allowed tomatoes. That might, okay, tomatoes are probably okay. My lunch would be any meat or any protein source, again, with vegetables. Okay, you can stir fry the veg, you can roast the veg, but that's it, it's not gonna be very filling. And the dinner's probably gonna be exactly the same. And, uh, and it's not pleasant. And I don't know, unless you're mega keno, like into your fitness for a long time, for a lifestyle forever, I wouldn't recommend it on anyone. Um, there's not many ladies in here, but it's very bad for the female hormone system. My Viv has told me that, and she tells me how bad it is. So if anyone's missus is thinking about it, you can say, this guy on Facebook told me it's not good for girls. That is a scientific fact. I'm sure if you message Viv, she'll help you out straight away. Um, so legit, keto will work. Mr. Ambrose, if you don't want to drink for two months, do it for two months. You're in the restaurant biz. It's going to be impossible for you, mate. It's like you've got all this juicy food around you. It's, it's, it's for the effort, for, for these type of people watching me, for the effort, it's not worth the reward. You can get close to, close to the same results as long as you're eating healthy, sustainable food. You're not having 20 pints a weekend um, and you're doing some sort of training program. And like I always bash on about, it's about doing it consistently, not doing it Monday to Friday and giving up on the weekend or not doing it for maybe two weeks and giving up. Do any plan, any food plan, any training plan. They all work to some degree, but just stick to it for two to three months. You're going to see some progress. And if you can't do that, obviously, I'm your fucking man because I have the coaching in place, my nutrition in place, the training program in place. And if you check out my website, you can see all the people that made some mad progress, losing a stone, losing two stone, you can lose three stone by joining my plan. So if you fancy that, you can uh, send me a private message. Mark, send me a private message, mate, and I'll give you as much detail as you want. And apart from that, what's that, 25 minutes? I think that's a successful video, successful podcast recording. If you've seen this often, you have questions, you can still comment below and I'll give you a comment, reply. Hope that makes sense. Um, and if you want more info, you can check out my website, www.reganphobia.com, or I do more stuff on Facebook. Find me on Facebook, my profile on Facebook, Regan Phillips, and we can, uh, you can join the group. We can uh, all have a good time. Right, much love, boys. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the engagement. And I will uh, speak to you on another one, probably next week. Peace out. Ta-da.